So what is compassion fatigue? Definition, the emotional strain of working with those suffering from the consequences of traumatic events. And as we know, death can feel very traumatic for our patients and families. Uh, and being witness to that uh, can give us vicarious trauma and uh, responses. So what is burnout? Burnout defined as the cumulative process marked by emotional exhaustion and withdrawal associated with increased workload and institutional stress, not necessarily trauma related, but certainly you add compassion fatigue to all the other things that are going on for you as a clinician and uh, that can contribute to burnout. So as we start to think about burnout, you know, what does that mean for you? We've all experienced it at one point or, or another in our lives. So what does that feel like? How do you know when you're approaching burnout or compassion fatigue or both? So what are those warning signs? Think about that. Identify those. What are your triggers? Identify your warning signs so that you can more easily identify when you're sort of getting to that point of, of feeling on the edge. So those might be physical signs, insomnia, fatigue, changes in appetite. Those might be emotional signs, a feeling of numbness, irritability, anger, depression, sadness, mood swings. Uh, there might be a spiritual component, searching for meaning. What is meaningful in my life right now? Uh, regret, guilt, potentially. Uh, or there could be mental responses as well. Difficulty concentrating, problems with decision making. And when we start to think about those things and we start to look at what are actual normal grief responses, we look at the difference between compassion fatigue and normal grief responses and there is none. They are the same responses. If you look at normal grief responses, you've got all of those same things that you might see in somebody who's experiencing a grief response. If you look at the people who are experiencing compassion fatigue or burnout, they also have those same or similar responses. So what we're really talking about is how do we as professionals grieve in the work that we do? Now, we're not going to be grieving in the same way that our families are going to be grieving. But we are going to have our own loss history that we experience and bring with us throughout our lives. We may have triggers of certain diagnoses, names, places, whatever that might be. How do we start to think about that? What are going to be our, some of our triggers? How do we start to think about how do I acknowledge and normalize that being present to grief on a daily basis will impact me as a human being? And that's okay. We are professionals. We have professional boundaries. We absolutely have boundaries. We absolutely uh, have a separation between ourselves and our patients. And yet we are human. And so we do experience that. So think about that. Think about um, this quote. This is from Rachel Naomi Remen. The expectation that we can be immersed in suffering and loss daily and not be touched by it 
is as unrealistic as expecting to be able to walk through water without getting wet. This sort of denial is no small matter. The way we deal with loss shapes our capacity to be present to life more than anything else. The way we protect ourselves from loss may be the way in which we distance ourselves from life and help. We burn out not because we don't care, but because we don't grieve. We burn out because we've allowed our hearts to become so filled with loss that we have no room left to care. So, as we are going through our days, how do we do this? How do we grieve in an appropriate way? How do we grieve uh, the losses that we see? How do we look at self-care? How do we integrate self-care throughout our day? Uh, you know, that might be 30 seconds of deep breathing. That might be listening to music. That might be aromatherapy. Doing self-care does not require a a half day or a full day off, although that can certainly be helpful. Um, how do we integrate this throughout our day? How do we recognize that we are experiencing this? How do we talk about our patients with each other? How do we provide a, a level of legacy for our patients and uh, memorialize them in a way that feels professional and um, appropriate? So acknowledging that we are humans and we have these experiences and we are going to make connections with people and they are going to connect with our own personal losses. Um, acknowledging that and that self-awareness can really be helpful in being able to process some of that and being able to talk with that about, uh, talk about that with people who understand that as well. So be gentle with yourselves and realize that again, you are human and that we do experience uh, we do experience that grief and that there are ways to uh, integrate that and process that throughout our day and throughout our, our week, our year, our lives.